Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Happy Friday the 13th, Brian Tracy. This is Fast Horses Slow Whiskey. Welcome back to another edition of this incredible podcast. I'm joined again... Uh, as always, by Mr. Brian Tracy of Sagamore Spirit, president of Sagamore Spirit, and of course, our famed producer, Johnny Goldsmith. Brian, how are you? Give me an update on uh, Ride Day and all the festivities. Oh, good to be back, H. Thanks for having us. Yeah, today's an amazing day, Ride Day the 13th, so um, kind of a little uh, history on it. You know, our first launch ever when we launched in the market here in Maryland was on uh May 13th, which was a Friday, 2016. So we kind of, we always celebrate every Friday. Every Friday is Friday for us. But when it falls on the 13th, it's a little extra special. Coming up on a big anniversary. Oh, huge. But let me finish with Friday the 13th. Sure. Yeah, one day at a time. Um, so today's really all about um, celebrating, uh, you know, kind of happy hour, getting out there. We're going to have tons of teammates out in the markets and different um, uh, restaurants and bars and so forth, celebrating one of our favorite cocktails, the Black Eyed Rise. As the warm weather is officially here, feels like spring, um, great time of year to kind of see. Finally. Yeah, absolutely. Long overdue, but really good time of year to be celebrating with friends, getting outdoors, rooftop um, porches, decks come back into play, cocktails. Today's um, beautiful, too. Share your spirit. That's I right. love it. Absolutely. Like 75 so, degrees. Gorgeous. Beautiful outside. They're taking pictures of us. So uh, tell me about the anniversary, too. That's, this is big. So t- this is coming up on two years already. Uh, well, this is our one-year anniversary. So we'll be starting our second year. I, I can't add, but yeah, one year. No, it's, it's tough to put those numbers together <laughs> um, when they get that big. And so, uh, no, it's really exciting. So obviously we uh, you know, opened up to the public last year on April 20th. And so this upcoming, uh, the following weekend here, April 21st, uh, is going to be an amazing time. Uh, the whole weekend, Saturday and Sunday, it is you know open to the public, free to the public, although the tours we still do charge and you want to book in advance um, because no doubt they'll celebrate. But lots of good stuff going on, games, um, music, food trucks. Yeah, you all do it well down there. Beautiful time of year to be kind of, you know, it's not a whiskey on the waterfront, which will be starting shortly after that. We'll get back to those really fun weekends as well. Um, but it's just a great time of year to get out in Baltimore and, and be down on the waterfront. Got the, got the new restaurant down there. Everything's great down there. Rice Street Tower, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely. So, um, you know, we've we've had uh, over 30,000 visitors in the first year. Um, 30K. Yeah, uh, which is pretty exciting. So Here at Sagamore Farm, I don't think we get 30K in a year. No? No. No, it's tough. 30K is a lot of people. It's a lot. Keeps us busy. It's great. We are, we are going to start doing different tours here. What are you going to be doing? What we're are you going to offer? We're going to do uh, we're going to do morning tours, more intimate tours. Uh, so we're going to do like ten, twelve people. Um, we're actually going to start up here at the house, uh, which a lot of people don't necessarily get to see. No. And then we're going to wind through the farm, maybe check out the spring house. If it's you know, so 
Yeah. I think it'd be you gotta pretty check cool that out. To take people down there. When do you start those? We're going to try to start it uh, Preakness Week. Okay. And how do I sign up? We're working on that. I'll get back to you. Okay. <laughs> Follow you on social that's, media that's, handles, that's, right? That's like, code for I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think everybody knows that. <laughs> um, but, uh, all right, we'll follow you on social media and we'll yeah, take yeah, it from yeah. there. But it's really exciting. It's going to be more, um, we're going to show people like uh, open training. So we'll have horses training on the track. and Oh, no kidding. Yeah, people get to watch that and then go down to the spring house and uh, maybe see the fire pit going and all that. It'll be. I think it'll be pretty cool. That's great. And uh, Native Dancers Barn? Yeah, do Native Dancers Barn. We'll do the the graveyard. The I don't know. They're 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 making all the tour right now, and we're working they're, on a, we're working on a little video too that we may ask you to participate in. Are you? Oh my God, I would be honored. Yeah, uh, that would be great. And then uh, other other than that, Sagamore, um, we just opened a barn at Churchill Downs. First time ever. Did you really? Took Twenty stalls at Churchill Downs. Twenty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's great. It's exciting. So you got an exciting racing year down there? Is that what? Yeah, what we makes split you go the, there? We split the stable up a little bit um, just because it's hard to bring everything, all the horses here to Maryland and have spots to run them all. So we're um, we're going to have uh, about half and half, half in Maryland, half half here. And speaking of, by the way, speaking of horse racing, huge show today. Huge. Yeah? What do we got? Todd Fletcher. Oh, even I've heard that Defending name. Derby champion, Todd Pletcher. Wow. That's Actually, you, you, you met him. You met him when we went. Uh, we took Saratoga. the podcast on the road. Yeah, yeah. Saratoga. You guys unplugged me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. You yeah. Didn't, you didn't have a microphone. Apparently felt like I was a liability. <laughs> and I didn't, even though I thought I was part of the interview process the whole time. Yeah. No. Brian was asking questions, and none of his questions were actually aired. <laughs> I think it was done on purpose. Someone cut the cord. Uh huh. That's all right. Well, we'll get back on it this one. That's exciting. So we got Todd. I didn't know him. Just being in the industry, uh, yeah. you guys meet each other. I mean, he's, yeah, t- he's the biggest name there is, right? One of the biggest. I'd say names. he's the biggest trainer name there is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a uh, and he's a really good. He's a really good guy. Very serious guy, but he's a really actually a really funny guy too. Is he? He looks serious on TV. Yeah. So we'll get to that, and then we got a we named actually you all named two horses for us. Now, does Todd is he Are you like going me? Back to Todd? Yeah, like is he like me? Does he pick the horses based on their name? Uh, is there more to it than that? No, yeah, he. I, 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 he may have a little more of a process than okay. that. Well, let's get to the horse naming. Yeah. So you all named two horses for us. Actually, you all didn't. You all named one internally mm-hmm. with your team. Yep. And then one externally, right? Um, Correct. We had a fun program. We've got a lot of folks out in the in the market that help, um, you know, uh, get uh, build a brand, build Sagamore Spirit, and, and get Sagamore Rye in certain locations. And we had a fun program uh, where we got to uh, – put something in place for those that do really well and, and work hard at that. And we have a young man named Tanner who uh, did a little extra uh, this past uh, quarter. And so we so let, it was a reward for him. Yeah, let him name a horse. And he named it Harper's First Ride. Correct. It's a colt. Looking forward to learning more. Me too. So the other one um, you all named. Yeah. Just add whiskey. Just add whiskey. And that was in that that was the team name. That was your your team's name. Yeah. So we took uh, the folks down. I like that name, by the way. Everybody threw a bunch of names in the hat. Yep. And then we kind of narrowed it down, and then did a survey of the names left, and uh, did a poll, and that's what we came back with as as the winner. It's very cool. It's great. When in doubt, just add whiskey. Not necessarily on the horse naming topic, but but kind of, and I'll get to it. I want to put out one shout out for a partnership we just did with. uh, uh, it's called the Nexus Racing Club, and um, 
they uh it's a group of young people um actually mostly young women that um are attending i think the university of kentucky i think a lot of them are at the university of kentucky but they've done partnerships quote unquote um with a few larger racing stables and uh we just did a partnership with them uh to be involved on one of our horses um and we're very excited about it it's a uncle mo colt uh out of america called hit squad so we haven't named her or him yet but um i think they're going to be involved in that process it'll be very fun and uh we're very excited to uh you know be involved with those those guys they're really nice i tell you man uh let people in on into the kind of the Sagmore family and, and name a horse or yeah. be part of the process. Pretty exciting. I mean, it is a very, very few people get to be part of that. And Speaking pretty, of that, let's let's call Tanner here. You want to call Tanner? Let's call Tanner and see. Let's get the backstory. If he can give us a backstory, Johnny, if you could dial this up for us. Tan- Tanner, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Tanner. This is uh, Hunter Rankin, Brian Tracy, Fast Horses, Slow Whiskey, the best whiskey and horse racing podcast on earth <laughs> tanner we we've just been talking about your um your name here and we've we've got a backstory yeah, too, real quick yeah, yeah we will yeah we will hold on brian okay, jump in the gun all right yeah now tanner you we've t- we've told the uh audience of 12 or so people that um that your your name is harper's first ride and we would really like to understand and actually our team here at sagamore as well would like to understand where you got that name? And by the way, congratulations on. Uh, I think Brian said you did uh, you did some excellent work to get this done. So uh, we're we're very proud of you here at Sagamore. Yeah, he's Thanks, out, he's out there fighting hard for our brand, man. I, it's I, not easy. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, you know, swinging whiskey. It's kind of my thing. So, but yeah, um, I found out at one like Friday afternoon at like three thirty in the end of month, and it was just like everybody at work was like. You know, it should be like end of month at Chasing Cases because that's what we do with, you know, selling booze end of month and we're trying to close goals. But it actually came down to my daughter. My oldest daughter's name is Harper. And we're sitting around the table Easter Sunday and my whole family's there. We're just like, what am I going to name this horse? And they're going back and forth. And my uncle has been drinking all morning or whatever. And <laughs> next thing you know, my like, <laughs> yeah, Sounds like oh, an Easter. It's the, it's the family I come from, to be honest. But uh, I and love it. my daughter comes up and she's like, Daddy, what's, what's this horse? where's my horse? And she's three, so she doesn't really know what's going on. And I was like, it's not really your horse, Harper. It's daddy's, he won a prize and he gets to name it. He's like, well, I want a horse. So just her name's (laughs) Harper and like, yeah, you and her and every other, you know, little girl in the world. So I was like, what if we just do Harper's first ride? And she looks at me and she gives this big like, approval of, yeah, I'm okay with that, dad. You could use my name. So I was like, we're just going to go with it. That's cool. That's great. Uh, well, my manager was like, if you name it anything with the Penguins, you're fired. Because I'm, I'm originally a Pittsburgh guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Caps fans. So. Yeah. Well, Ravens fans would be disappointed, too, i, I got to say, and Caps fans. So that's great. Um, Sagamore's about family, and so that's great. I'd love to know the name and the, the story there. Now, you should be good with her for many, many years. I mean, anytime she wants something, be like, I got, I, I got your horse. Uh, that's, well, well, that's, that's the plan. <laughs> hopefully we can buy you some time with that. When you come out, too, like uh, you're just down in D.C., correct? Yeah, I'm just down the road. You're going to have to bring her. Yeah, you're going to have to bring her, come up and see the horse, the whole thing. Fair enough. I just gotta, we just got to figure out when we're going to make that happen. But, yeah, yeah. she'd be all about me now. And I we can just put her on. We, we can just put her on the horse, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we just throw ride. her on. We, yeah. we can actually put her on for a gallop around the track or something. Yeah. She's only three. Put her in silks? Yeah, put her in silks. Jockey silks and let her go. 
Well, I think, <laughs> I think we just lost. Uh, I think we just lost Tanner. Um, well, we'll move on. But it. <laughs> That's great. It's great. Love it. Looking forward to meeting Tanner and and. and I'm uh, not Harper. sure he knows that the horse is a colt. But that, it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. No, it's great. And if he's a if he's a great horse, it won't. We'll just say, oh, it's the greatest name ever. Sagamore's family. Yeah, totally. Horse name after a family member. I love it. I love it. We, well, we lost Tanner, but we appreciate uh, Tanner coming on, and we're very, very, uh, very appreciative of what he does does for the brand every day, and um, hopefully he keeps doing it because of uh, this horse. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, hopefully this horse does uh, hit him and Harper right too. Okay, great. So he does realize there's no guarantees that this horse like wins the triple crown. It, yeah, it doesn't doesn't uh, sound like he's real worried about it right okay, now at yeah. this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, good. So then, uh, Brian, we got as I said, this is a huge a huge show. Yep, Friday the thirteenth, and Todd Pletcher. Okay, sorry, yeah, I forgot about him. Well, Friday the thirteenth is big, but uh, Todd's, huge. Todd's just as big. Yeah, and this, you know, by the way, Friday the 13th is not just, I mean, it'll be great here in Baltimore and beyond, but we have it going all throughout the, the country, so. Um, really? Yeah. How's that work? Well, we've got teammates, you know, you know whether it's all Chicago over. or Dallas or Florida, New York, I mean, we've got them everywhere, Boston, D.C., so we've got a lot of activation in all the different markets throughout the country. The Boston guys were just here at the farm. They had a great time. Did they? They had a great time. That guy Chris is awesome. Yeah, right? Yeah. They all are. But yeah, um, we also had uh, Delaware not yeah. too long ago. Uh, they were here as well. So yeah, yeah. awesome in Pennsylvania. So a lot of good people coming through. Love it. Okay, well, uh, Brian, we'll we'll go ahead and get to get to our featured guest. You guys got any horses running these days? Yeah, we had two run this week. All right, we'll talk about them later. Yeah. So he hate me and start with yes. <laughs> I love that name. Yeah. So tune in to check your results to see how they did. And you can do that at Sagamore Racing. Uh yeah, at Sagamore Racing, at Sagamore Spirit on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, just Sagamore Spirit and Sagamore Racing. That's great. All yeah, right. Got that down. Uh so featured guest today, one Todd Pletcher. Yep. Future Hall of Famer. I called him a Hall of Famer. Oh, we uh, we didn't we didn't get to the foals. We've had a couple foals. How many foals have we had? Three. We've had three foals so far. All Phillies. Yep. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> like seriously. I think we're sixteen in a row now. Sixteen Phillies. In no, a row. fifteen in a row. Seven. So uh, anyway, it's in the teens. <laughs> wow. It could be seventeen. I don't know. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Have you ever heard of that before? No. Is anybody? No. What do you do? It's starting to get a little upsetting. Do you, I guess you're going to be in the horse trading business. Can't win the Derby if you don't if you have Phillies. Uh, they should look at that rule. Change that well, up a the, little bit. Well, there have been three Phillies that won it. Yeah. That's, just takes a special one. And I think you've got it right we, there on the we, farm. I think we do, too. Yeah, absolutely. We had an American Pharaoh Philly. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Does she have a name? No. She's only a few weeks old. Okay. Or, Maybe a month too. Oh wow! Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, it's exciting. Okay, I think you're in it. So anyway, sixteen in a row and counting, and we got a few more, so we'll see. But um, like I said, Todd Pletcher coming on. We tried to get to him like three times, and you've interrupted me. Sorry. Uh, that's all right. Um, Hall of Fame trainer. He has currently four uh, potential Derby contenders at this point. Uh, he's got one running tomorrow in the uh, 
Arkansas Derby, a huge race at Oakland Park. Uh, we'll ask him about uh, Magnum Moon, uh, who's probably one of his better ones. But he, he has four very good chances if they all, uh, you know, assuming they all make the race. Uh, Audible, Magnum Moon, Vino Rosso, and Noble Indy. And then th- this past weekend, um, he had a huge weekend in New York. Uh, he won the Wood Memorial, the Bay Shore, and uh, the Carter Handicap all in the same day in New York, all huge races. So Todd continues to roll on with um, with his Hall of Fame career, and it seems to just get better and better. So very exciting to uh, to have him on. We are joined once again. Actually, I, I don't know if Todd realizes this, Brian, but this is the second time Todd's actually appeared on this podcast. I don't know if he actually remembers when we interviewed him hastily at Saratoga one morning. Um, but uh, Todd, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we're really, really appreciative. No, no, my pleasure. Uh, so, huge weekend for you last weekend up in New York, and I know, um, you know, you're accustomed to these kinds of things with the, the, all the great horses that you've had over the years, but that had to be pretty special uh, winning those three races up in New York and three really nice horses. Talk about that. No, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's an up-and-down game, so you got to treasure those moments when uh, when you have good afternoons like that. But, uh, you know, we came in optimistic that uh, all three horses have been training well, and we were, we were hoping they'd perform up to standards. But, uh, you, you know, you got to be very grateful anytime you can, can win off three consecutive graded stakes like that. And, you know, it was especially nice to see Vino Rosto step up and train the way or run the way that he'd been training for us all winter. And uh, great to see him put it together and kind of in front of the New York fans. And, you know, when you train for guys like Michael Foley and Vinny Viola, the New York-based guys, and, yep. you know, Wood Memorial's a, a race that that means a lot to them. And, you know, with all their family and friends out there, it was, it was a lot of fun. I, I, I totally agree. And uh, both those guys have been great for the game. And, you know, one, one interesting horse for us was uh, Army Mule. You know, he's a Maryland-sired, Maryland-bred horse. Um, freezing fire who stands you know pretty close to here at Sagamore but um, talk about that horse I know he took a little bit to get to the races and everything but he must just have a world of talent beautiful horse you know exceptional talent and uh, you know had a few hiccups as a two-year-old and then uh, after he broke his maiden impressively as a three-year-old we had to stop and give him a little more time again um, but you know he's a horse that that uh we normally don't make that move from a from a preliminary allowance race, but uh, do a grade one. But he runs so fast in, the, in that race and trained well. We just you know at that point decided, hey, let's let's not mess around with another allowance condition. Let's take a shot at a grade one, and, and uh, thankfully pay off. Yeah, it's great. What what about uh, this weekend? You got another another big shot. We talked about it earlier before you came on, but you've got four. Uh, I guess contenders for for first Saturday in May, but um, this weekend you got a big one with uh, Magna Moon and uh, at, at in Arkansas. So what's what what do you, how's he training into the race? He's been training great. Um, you know he's he's, uh, he's a colt that we we liked really early on. In fact, I remember seeing him at uh, at my dad's uh, training dinner when he was breaking him as a yearling. He's, December uh, of his of his yearly year, watching gallop, and you could just tell he's big, beautiful, athletic, great moving horse. And uh, we had him in for a short period of time at uh, Saratoga, and he just had some baby issues. And thankfully, the lows are are patient owners, and so give him you know give him some time. And we'll sit him back down to my dad's training center in Ocala, and then uh, 
he kind of gave him a little bit of rest. He came back and hasn't missed a beat for us since then. And, you know, he seemed to handle the boot on surface really well in the rubble and he's trained really well since then. So we're hoping to step up again in the Arkansas Derby. Yeah, it's great. Well, good luck with that. And, you know, going just to switching gears a little bit, but, um, you know, I think people would say that you, you're a guy that keeps your emotions in check, which you kind of have to in this in this game. But what what would you say is um, – I know, you know, you got some really talented three-year-olds. you got a bunch of nice older horses and all that. But what kind of – what gets you out of bed in the morning to come and, and be excited about work every day? What's your favorite, you know, part of the business that people don't know about about you? Well, I mean, for, for me, it's – you know, I love when those two-year-olds start coming in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's sort of that – a period of time when you're kind of getting to know them and and getting up, you know, when you get to the point where you start to kind of see what kind of talent they they have, and and uh, you know that that's kind of what gets you excited when you when you have a new group of horses that uh, you're trying to figure out what what you actually have and trying to develop them into you know the kind of horses that Magnum Moon and you know Rosso and, and these horses are. So it's always a fun time of the year right now when when you start to get some babies in. And, you know, this this year's two year olds or next year's three year olds, so we always always look forward to that. Yeah. I always tell people that you know, Wayne you know, you work for Wayne obviously and Wayne wrote the book on um on the super trainer, on the you know, on the on the big stable. And then you and a couple other guys, but you particularly have kind of rewritten that book. Um and I'm curious just about um you know, I know when Wayne did it, you know, it was he had a stable in California, a stable in Kentucky, a stable in New York. You know, he was a lot of different places, and you're more focused on New York and Florida, and I, that has a lot to do with um, the opening of Saratoga uh, to train. Do you think, and I, I don't, I don't want to step on your toes, but do you think that has been a good thing for the business, the opening of like places like Saratoga and Keeneland, which allow, you know, people like you and Mark and you know those guys to to concentrate so many horses in one one area. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a, that's an interesting question, and it's, it's it's something that's, you know, some people are going to be on both sides of, yep. and, and uh, you know, I mean, I, I think you could you could apply that not only to the racing business, but to sure. business in general, you know, the Amazons and the Walmarts and those type of, you know, those type of operations sometimes are, are tough on, on the mom and pop operations, yep. so you know, for me, it's all about what the owner is looking for. Yep. And, you know, our organization might not fit every owner. Some people are going to want their horses with someone that has fewer horses and, you know, can give them a lot of individual attention and, and, uh, and, and that, that works for that particular owner. But, you know, I mean, I think there's, there's obviously some advantages to being in a bigger organization as well. And, and one of the things that, that, is a benefit to us is we get to train a lot of these horses in company and, right. and uh, kind of get an accurate barometer on, on assessing some talent levels, which I think, you know, gives us an advantage when we're, when we're placing maidens or maiden claimers and that type of thing. And I think it also in some cases helps develop these horses into, into uh, becoming better by having to work, you know, in company with, with horses that are going to bring out the, the best of their talents so and it, it, it's not for everyone and you know and rather you know if we had less horses that that means some other guys would have more you know that, that that's a good question i'm not sure what the answer is but uh 
you know, we've kind of found our comfort level, which sure. is right now we have about 175 horses. And most of those are Palm Beach Downs and, and Belmont. And, and it kind of allows me to, to be hands on with all of them. And, uh, right. you know, that's, that's kind of the way I like it. I could probably have another division or two somewhere, but, you know, at this stage of my career, I'm pretty happy with, with kind of the numbers we have and, and, uh, you know, just being at two or three locations at the most. For sure. Well, talk, talk about, I know our guy, you know, and we'll get you out of here, but, um, our guy, Horacio de Paz, who we're, you know, obviously very fond of and, and, uh, he came up a little bit through your program. I know he worked with your dad who I, I love your dad. I love your, both your parents. And, um, but you know, talk about him and I know you, he wasn't necessarily an assistant for you, but I think he was a foreman and things. And, um, I know you know him, know him well, and he loved coming through that program. And so we're obviously very happy with him, but talk about him and, and, uh, what it's like to watch not only him, but people like him who have come up through your organization and, and, you know, now they're successful and watching all that. Yeah. I'm starting to feel a little old now because I got a lot of guys <laughs> out there that are, that are, uh, that are doing really well. But, uh, Horacio is a great example of someone that, that, you know, came through the organization and, and, you know, is, he's a, uh, an outstanding rider to begin with. And, uh, you know, I know he got on uncle Mo for us when he was at Churchill and, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so he's a top class rider in addition to, he was, he was more than a foreman, you know, he was kind of an assistant and a foreman and he was, he was Michael McCarthy's right hand man for most of the time when uh, we yep. were based at Churchill and Michael's going gone on and it's currently doing really well in California. So, yep. you know, I think the, the, the thing that our organization offers guys like Horacio, Michael McCarthy and, and Jonathan Thomas and some other guys that have gone on George Weaver and, you know, the list kind of keeps growing, but you know, it's, it's, it's similar to Wayne in that, you know, you're, you're, you're in a system and you've got some guidance, but you also have to make some decisions on your own. And, and, and I think that that really helps develop, you know, a person as an assistant when uh, when they can kind of see how certain things are done, but also have have that uh, have that responsibility of making some decisions on their own as well, and and in communicating why they need to do that, or communicate you know what they're seeing if I'm in Florida that day or things like that. So it's you know it's kind of the system that I came up with under Wayne, and I think that's why. Wayne has produced a lot of good trainers and and there's also now been quite a few guys come through through our organization that are doing doing really well no we we uh we we obviously recognize the you know the the benefits of it um the stuff you learn in in your program and all all that it's it's really powerful stuff so um and, and I'll get you out of here but thank you so much for for joining us and uh you know you you've been really great to me and great to us and and you know, really appreciate everything you've done for us and, and especially uh, getting to know your dad and everything. It's it's a lot of fun for me. So thanks so much for uh, coming on the show. No, I appreciate that. And you guys are doing great. Keep it up. All right, man. Thanks. All right. Thank Take you. Care. Todd Pletcher. I mean, you don't think I overstepped my bounds in that interview, do you? Not at all. Um, you were you were amazing there. Okay. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> it's cool to hear you guys talk. You really, I mean, the the business you guys are in is fascinating. And obviously, uh, at the same time, it's incredibly small. So the way you guys, everybody knows each other. And um, and I think everybody can relate because working with horses, is there's only so much in a way you can do, right? The thing I love about Todd is, you know, you ask him a question, you're going to get an honest, you, you're going to get the answer. Yeah. He's not going to whatever. You know, he's cool. not going to dance around it. Yeah. So, 
And that was a pretty tough question. You know, one of the things that I always talk about with different people is is this mega trainer model. And is it? And he he alluded to the Amazons and the you know yeah. all that stuff. But but is it good for the business or or ultimately does it hurt the business? And there's people all like you said. There's people on both sides of it. Sure. But um, I tend to think you know I wish that those guys were were forced to have you know you know more horses in different areas so that you know they would support racing in other areas other than just new york and florida but i see the the other side of it too i mean he doesn't he's just playing by the rules he's not you know he's not doing anything wrong um mm-hmm. and so i just i, I kind of wish the rules were different but um but uh he's got a great team he's got great horses he's done it for a long time and um you know, he's one of the best ever. What stuck out to me, for, for someone who doesn't know all the politics and the ins and outs of what really kind of um, a framing of that that situation there, but, uh, you know, he just ultimately said, you know, I, I everything I do, I, cons- I do in consideration for the owners. Yep. You know, yep. I mean, what more could you ask, right? That's it. So That's it. So thanks again to Todd, and uh, good luck to him and his team this weekend with Magna Moon and obviously for the rest of the Derby Trail uh, Brian, there's one more thing that we didn't get to that I want to just touch on real quick. You got a new release coming. We do. We do. We got an exciting limited time offer that is going to be available in, in Maryland and D.C. only. Oh, wow. Um, it's just a really small batch and took, a you know, again, a unique blend of our, of our two rye whiskeys and did a, a finish in some red wine casks. And oh, cool. so really a neat, neat uh, whiskey coming out. And limited does that, supply. Does that mean it, that the there was wine in those barrels before there was? Correct. So we we took it, we aged it in our white oak, our new American oh, and white then oak. Finish it and off, and then in we that. took it and, and did our blend of the high and the low rye, and then we we put an additional maturation kind of finishing in in red wine barrels that we sourced, and so it gives it some really unique flavors, um, something fun for the spring. Um, unfortunately, it's just you know it was it's just a really small batch, so we could only yeah. release it here in Maryland and D.C. and and that's coming out this week. What's so it, what's it called? Vintner's Finish. It's nice. Yeah, it's and it's, it's actually it. kind of got a cool new um, label. We got a little bit like different that, look. I like that name for a horse. Yeah. 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 Check it out. Vintner's Finish. But um, yeah, so it's it it'll um, you know obviously we have our, our our bottle which is beautiful and and stands out, but it, a new kind of label and look to it. And uh, if, if you aged it, this is a novice question, but if you aged it in a red wine. Cat or cask or barrel or whatever, bef- the whole time, what would, mm. what would happen? Or would it be whiskey at that point? It it wouldn't be a straight whiskey, that's for sure, because we always have to do everything in a new um, American. Right, that's what I thought. And then typically wines will use French oak, Got so that's French oak, uh, which also has different tannins and so forth. This has to be new white yeah, oak, and we or like American white oak. Yeah. So, but I mean, for a short um, time of period, uh, period of time, it, it works out really well. Cool, but Many years, mm, probably not. So it's essentially whiskey that's already in the barrel in the aged, aged bars. You know, almost five years. Almost five years, yep. and then it goes into there for a certain period of time. Right, it was in there for which I, is probably classified. So, well, actually, I just can't remember the length of time, but <laughs> it was uh, it was just uh, you know it was, it, was a, it was a few months. Cool. Yeah. Well, we're very excited to see that. It's good to have you back on. It's great uh, to be back, Age. Fast horses, slow whiskey. We're going to keep this going. Yeah. Absolutely. We had a guest also that was 
scheduled to come on with Todd. And she canceled, but we're going to try to regroup with her and uh, do another podcast. God, I've got an axe to grind with her. <laughs> so, but we'll figure that out later. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Brian yep. Tracy, Hunter Rankin, Fast Horse of Slow Whiskey. You can follow us, as always, on Instagram, Twitter, at Sagamore Racing and at Sagamore Spirit. Uh, Facebook, uh, Sagamore Spirit and Sagamore Racing for all updates, all news on uh, any horses running or any new uh, whiskey launches. I don't know. Yeah, a, a, no, like, anything. well, uh, yeah, we've always got some. People should definitely be tuning in today. Um, there's going to be a ton of great social things happening because of Friday the 13th. So get totally. out there, um, get to some of the local pubs, and, and you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll have different bartenders uh, showing their magic. Uh, they'll be on social media, Instagram, and so forth. And then uh, definitely we'd love to see you. If you haven't been down to the distillery, what better time than celebrate the one-year anniversary? If you have, come back and see it. So there's some new additions. And, of course, uh, other than the tours themselves, which I highly recommend booking early, um, it's just a great time, fun for everybody, and kind of a free event on the lawn. Uh, it's just the tours that um, will be a, have a fee. But after that, it's just come down and have a great time. Can't wait. Beautiful day. Get on out there and uh, check Sagamore Spirit out. It's a great place. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.